0: Good evening. It is June 6, 2019, about 8, at night, which means it's time for Oscar Mike Radio. Oscar Mike Radio is part of the Hubazoo Network. You can find out more on hubazoo.com. Hey, it's good to have you all back after the Memorial Day weekend and starting off with the question of the week, what I do for Memorial Day weekend. It's kind of a, Memorial Day is kind of good and bad. The good part is, is seeing friends or seeing uh, people that I know doing things that I enjoy and celebrating the, the the start of summer, right? The somber side is remembering those that have passed while they were serving our country. And for me personally, there were some Marines that I served with who passed while on duty during peacetime and, and that was really kind of hard for me still because In every case, these uh, deaths could have been prevented. And even though we were not a true infantry MOS, things that we did, the gear that we worked on, and the environment we were in, if you didn't respect all of it and were self-aware, all those things could and would kill you, and in some cases did. But the good thing is, about the weekend, I got to be with the Marine Corps League again at uh, Shaw's in Easton. We were... Taking uh, donations for Marine Roses, and I gotta tell you, the people in Easton were really supportive. What what they did that day to help the league out was, was huge. Everybody was friendly, respectful, and interested in who we were and what we were doing. And just a big shout out to Shaw's for letting us come and do that, and a big uh, hurrah to the people of Easton who supported us and what we were doing. Thank you very much. And then for me, I wanted to ride by uh, the Richard Fitz kind of uh, memorial on 139 in Abington. And it's kind of a kind of a cool thing. The town put together a memorial for Richard Fitz Jr. uh, and his family. Richard Fitz Sr. was killed in Laos during the Vietnam War and it took 21 years to bring him home. And Richard Fitz has a good story about that in the documentary, 21 Years, A Folded Flag. So it was good to come by there and see it all spruced up and ready to go. It was very, very nice and really appreciated the time to do that. That's what I did. Had a good time doing it. Took a minute to remember those who passed on. Thought about those. Anybody who fought in defense of this country and what they went through. And for those families who have to deal with Memorial Day, means something else, you have my... Uh, heartfelt gratitude, and thanks for your family sacrifice. Words don't mean a lot in some cases, but I hope whatever I'm saying provides you some kind of comfort. So that's my question of the week, and thank you for tuning in. Ask Mike Radio is sponsored by Joyce Asak of Asak Realty. Hi, this is Joyce Asak with REMAX Synergy. I am a real estate agent that services the South Shore. You can follow me on Facebook or Instagram by following Joyce Asak at Asak Real Estate or my website asakrealestate.com. You can also reach me directly at 508-942-7146. For any buyers or sellers that I'll be working with in 2019, a donation will be made in their name to 22Kill. And now moving on to the word section of the week, I kind of want to do something different with this podcast. I've been doing the Jody podcast for about a year now, a little over a year. I really believe from my service, as brief as it was, to talking to other men who've served, to reading about problems in the military, that infidelity and the fact that your spouse is screwing some other guy while you're deployed or does that and then takes the children and goes back to her home state or moves in the new boyfriend. I could go on, on, on. And one of the things is I keep getting taken to task by people saying that I am just making a lot of this stuff up. If you listen to any one of the Jody podcasts, the story ones, all of those podcasts are based on actual factual events. They are for real. That's not to mention that you can go in any kind of VFW, vets, any kind of place where uh, men hang out even, and you will discover that the aftermath of infidelity is a very real thing. So instead of doing a straight Jody uh, episode, I have been told by several women that women don't cheat. Women don't really screw around their husbands especially military women. We, we The sisterhood tells me that they are peers-driven snow. So I went out and found some stories of uh, women service members behaving badly when it comes to the realm of uh, marriage and uh, keeping their marital vows. And the next Jody episode is shaping up to be a great one. And yes, I get some real hate for it. But hey, you, you play the stupid game, you win stupid prizes, it's out there in the public, I'm going to talk about it. I'm going to talk about it because people deserve to know. I'm going to talk about it because it really happens. And I want to talk about it because guys need to understand what to do. So this is what this podcast is about, is dealing with the aftermath. Particularly in this case, in the courtroom. What's been happening is more and more guys reach out to me and ask me what to do. I'm going to court. I've got to pay a lawyer. I'm freaked out. What do I do? I'm going to start with some things that you shouldn't do. And then I'll go into some things that I want you to do. Okay. Your life uh, takes a major uh, hit. A lot of things that you knew and, and thought and believed are turning out to be different than than what you understand. It can be difficult at best to deal with at best. What I do not want you doing is turning to alcohol. This is not a time to see how many 30 packs you can down in a weekend. This is not let's kill the vodka bottle contest. This is not let's go down to the local pub, bar, nightclub, whatever and see how many shots you can do. This is not the time for that. Alcohol will not fix your problem or help you deal with what's coming because gentlemen, what's coming is a battle—a battle for your own, you know, mind, body, and self-worth, and potentially a battle for your children. So alcohol, in my view, has to go. If I had my way. I would prefer until the divorce is finalized that you don't drink. Period you have alcohol in your apartment wherever you're living if you got kicked out moved out or decided to leave because you don't want to live with that whore anymore fine but you shouldn't even have alcohol in the house alcohol will prevent you from dealing with the task at hand okay the same goes for weed or for any kind of substance anything like that cut it out of your life You need to have the mental agility to deal with what's coming. These kinds of things will prevent you from executing a game plan or much less formulating a game plan properly. Alcohol and drugs are out. Ditto for messing around with women. This is not the time, guys, to bring 15 different women into your apartment, okay? It's not. Is there a time and place for everything? Absolutely. This is not the time. You just had to either A, move out or B, you got an eviction notice or or, or, or notice to vacate from the court. And you're trying to get your stuff together so you can execute effectively. This kind of thing at this point in your life will prevent you from executing effectively. Okay, so no alcohol, no drugs, no conveyor belt of women coming in and out of your abode. Okay. Last thing I'm going to tell you, and I want to qualify all this by saying I am not a lawyer. I am not qualified to give legal advice, and I'm not attempting to give legal advice. I'm simply trying to impart a little knowledge, dare I say wisdom, based on my experience and dealing with what a lot of you all have dealt with when you guys have approached me. Okay, I have been in the trenches, and in some regards still am. So you can take this and and discard if you want, or you can listen and understand what I'm trying to say. And the next thing I'm going to tell you is extremely important is if at all possible, please, please, please minimize any social media post about this. It's tempting. I almost really did it. I almost hit the click button several times. You know, I, I would post about certain things just going on in my life, but as far as the actual nuts and bolts, no. This is not a time, gentlemen, to take your dirty laundry, and it's absolutely filthy at this point, and display it for the entire world to see. This is not the time. No social media post about the ex, soon to be ex, her family, anything like that. You can post about your kids your work, your, your whatever. But when it comes to that part of your life, do not post anything about it. This stuff can be used against you in court. Last thing, uh, I just find it effective and I tell guys this. The counselor will tell you, well, you guys got to learn to talk to each other. Got to learn to communicate. And you do, whether you like it or not. I, w- I would strongly advise not doing it over the phone. Definitely not doing it in person, if at all possible, and keeping it to text and email. What you can and what you will say can definitely, most definitely be used against you at any time. So a text and email, just make sure that it's in black and white and it's there for you to use. When you're writing an email or text, no profanity. That's not needed. It's tempting. Might make you feel good, but it's not really needed. Don't do it. State the nature of your request, what you need, how you need it, we can get the kids. Here's the bill for the for the you know gymnastics meet. Here's my half for the you know birthday party. Bam, done. That's it. You're done. Especially if the other party has you know committed infidelity against you. You don't want that person knowing what's going on in your life anyway. Okay. So again, no alcohol, no drugs. No messing around with, you know, 5, 10, 15, 25 females. No social media with regards to your ex in that situation. And keep communication to text and email and limit, if at all possible, any in-person contact. This is what I do not want you to do, guys. These points are things you should not do. Depending upon your situation and your, your, your mental state and what you're going through and your stress level, these can all lead to very bad outcomes for you. Now, here's what I want you to do. Somehow, someway, find some time in your day to exercise. I don't care if it's running. I don't care if it's taking a sledgehammer, finding a rock pile at a construction site and breaking rocks. I don't care if it's rollerblading. I don't care if it's riding a bicycle. I don't care if it's doing push-ups. Maybe one of your buddies has a gym pass that they can put you on their membership to kind of help you out. I don't care. Find something to do that you like to do that will help you kick in those natural endorphins to make you feel better. I I wish I had really spent time devoting effort into physical exercise. In my situation, I did not. I'm going to follow that up with, when you're exercising, focus on eating right. And look, I get it guys, money is going to be tight, but there are plenty of resources to help you develop a meal plan to eat well. You need to fuel up well so you can fight well, okay? So I want you to exercise and feel your body right. Third thing I want you to do is I want you to find people. I mean people that are really loyal to you. When you're going through a divorce people who you thought were your friends had your back are going to kick you to the curb. You need to find that that tribe that group of people who are going to have your back no matter what and hang out with them people who you know no matter what is going on. They have got your back. 24-7. You need to hang around positive people that want the best for you. They might not understand what's going on with divorce. They might not understand the situation. It might freak them out. But just being able to go over to their house for a barbecue or, you know, on, on a run somewhere or to go fishing, whatever it is, you've got to have those people. I do not want you sitting in your, your, your house, your home, your apartment alone watching Netflix you know drinking beer I don't want you doing that which leads me to my next thing I want you to get a library card very important why is that libraries are free libraries have these things called books inside them you need to go to the library whether and I say go to the library to get you out of your house and look up probate law look up books about how to create a case in court Yes, you're paying an attorney, but if you're smart about what's going on in the process and what to expect and what the law actually is, you're going to go into court being more informed than you were before. And it's going to allow you to separate the emotion from the actuality because what you see on TV and what actually happens in court is two very, very different things. And you need to be prepared. I also want you to go to the library because there are free books just to read for fun. I want you to read, okay? During lunch, at night before you go to bed, in the morning when you get up and you have your coffee, I want you reading something. It can be about the pay- it can be about football, it can be about hunting, it can be about dominoes, darts, whatever. I want you reading something. It will help your mind relax, and it will increase your knowledge. Any subject, I don't care what it is, fiction, is—fiction, read a book. One book a month, start with that. Get a library card, I've got one. It's great. Lots of resources there. But most importantly, read up about probate law. Lots of resources for you, okay? Last thing I want you to do is I really want you to focus on the battle and the game plan. We don't understand what's going on as men when we're going through this whether it's your fault the divorce happened or not. And I'm going to tell you right now, if you're the one of the guys who decided to vacate his marriage vows and go outside the bounds of marriage, I don't have a lot of sympathy for you. I don't. However, it does not mean that you should not have access to your children. So when it comes to that part of your situation, I will be your advocate. If you're one of those guys who got kicked to the curb because your soon-to-be ex-wife found what she thought was a better deal and is making sure that you are made redundant, I have all the love and support for you, brother, because it sucks. I commiserate with you and I'm here for you. And there's a better way and a better side if you follow the game plan. What do I mean by that? I mean, what I want you to do is get with your attorney or legal counsel and figure out what's the best outcome you can possibly go for realistically. And then go for that outcome. Make sure you follow the plan every day. This is not going to be a sprint. This is not TV where it's solved in a nice you know, hour and everything's tied up. And no, this is not how this works. This is a campaign. This is a marathon. This is a forced march. Okay. This is a long haul and if you're prepared for the long haul by doing the things that I'm trying to encourage you to do and not doing the stupid stuff that, that I told you to, that's stupid, it's going to suck. It's going to be painful and it's going to be bad, but you will get to that light in the tunnel much sooner than if you you know, make stupid mistakes and stupid decisions because you're not taking care of you and you're not executing the plan. Your attorney's not your counselor. Your attorney's not your psychologist. Your attorney's not not a guy. Your attorney is there to try to get you the best outcome possible based on the situation. Do not make it worse. I'm going to follow that up by saying, listen to what your attorney says. If your attorney says, do not do X, Y, and Z, don't do it. Okay? If you're not going to listen to them, why pay them? And make no mistake. You're paying them a lot of money, a lot of money. So listen to what they say, get them the paperwork they need and get ready to engage in the fight. So again, I'm going to kind of wind this down. I kind of didn't want to have this all organized and planned out and paragraph and bullet point. I kind of wanted to see if I can make this a conversation with you. I don't want to make it sound like I'm lecturing people and it's not that this is men only. Look ladies, I'm going to tell you right now. I understand that some of my brethren, my military brother can be real real. They're not men. They are not men. And you as a wife not deserve to get treated the way you get treated by some of my military brethren, active duty, veteran, reservist, whatever. I understand that they can make your life difficult and I am not excusing their behavior at all. I am talking about the guy who, again, comes back from a six-month float, walks in the door, and Mommy and Uncle Robbie are upstairs praying in the bedroom and they do it every night. The guy who walks in the door and all his stuff is gone, the apartment's emptied, and now he's got to fight for his kid 3,000 miles away. Or the ex-wife who proudly parades a new boyfriend all around and you're trying to figure out what's going on. But I believe what I'm telling you applies to women and men got to take care of you, put the oxygen mask on yourself first, take care of you, get the self-care and then execute a plan and follow the plan. I'm trying to make this podcast very conversational, but very impactful. People understand this is a real problem and I'm not hating on women. But ladies, I've had a lot of men call me up at midnight, 11 o'clock, send me messages at four o'clock in the morning telling me how they feel because of what's happened to them. So I can't discount this as a real thing. And Lord knows I've been there in my valley. So I might do this again in more detail about some of these points I'm talking about. You can't go wrong by, you know, taking care of yourself. And I know this sucks. I'm here for you. And I I wish you the best. And I say that term loosely because nobody wins in this thing. Nobody wins, especially your kids. I will never believe the line that kids are resilient they get over it. No, they don't. No, that they really don't. So I'll do this again. Let me know if you like it. That's Travis at Oscarmicrio.com or hit me up on Facebook and let me know if you have any stories you want me to talk about. Thank you very much. So some upcoming events. This June 8th in Georgetown, Massachusetts, there is the Summer Kickoff Cookout put on by the New England 69th Irregulars Outdoor Adventure Group. That's my main man, Navy veteran Scott Libby with Rick Irish. So you can go on the 69th and Regulars Outdoor Adventure Group Facebook page to find out more. Great guy, great group. Looking forward to being up there. I will be podcasting during this event. It's going to be awesome. Next, I want to talk about uh, Bill Moore is putting on two uh, PTSD retreats. June is National PTSD Awareness Month and he has a couple of retreats. One is for couples only. It's a PTSD retreat in Orchard Beach, Maine. And it it's from July 7th through 12th at the Oceanwood Conference Center in Maine. And I'll have links in the podcast where you can sign up. And we're going to have a presenter called Sleon uh, Green. He's the creator of the Ladder Up program presenting. It's going to be awesome. And then in August, he is putting on, Bill Moore is putting on a caregivers only retreat same place the presenter this time is going to be jennifer foxworth the united states navy so looking forward to seeing that come together and bill moore does great stuff with uh project new hope love him and thank you very much Bill, for taking care of us we we, we love you and i, I want to put out there again that um you can if you have a desire to on sunday october 27th is the 44th annual Marine Corps Marathon in Washington, DC. Contact Cole.hand at NECHV.org to find out more. And that is going to be a good time. All proceeds raised through the center goes back to the center. So that's a pretty cool, pretty cool thing. I really like this. And then last but not least, uh, this Saturday and the evening is Wild Hearts Horse for Heroes 10th annual, 10 years of doing equestrian therapies gala in Bridgewater, Massachusetts. I'll have the links in there. There's still time to get tickets. I'm hoping to be there and, and, and really, really, really can't say enough about what Julie Lovely does for veterans with PTSD and horses. It's awesome. This is 151. Lots of good stuff coming up this summer for Oscar Mike Radio. Thank you so much for the support. Like, subscribe, share. And I will be talking to you all soon. We're on the move.